You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode two twenty two. Yeah, magic number, whatever it means to you, doesn't matter. A uh, couple things. Number one, make sure you go check out the archive. Uh, as always, I've had a lot of funny ass people. Uh, Chris Tan was on. Hans Kim was on. Uh, ben Bo. Uh, Joe Barksdale, I mean, so many funny comics, local comics, Sean Patton was on, so go back, listen, uh, share it with your friends, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast, leave a review if you can, not if you can, I know you can, but if you want, but I want you to want, so just do it. Uh, so let me choose my guest for this episode, I have the very funny, Audrey Scott is in the building, how you doing girl? Excellent, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, thank you for coming all the way up here. Yeah, of course, of course. Yes. So, um, I gotta ask. Well, one you were telling me before we turned, we started the podcast. You, I think you gotta. Are you gonna keep this voice, this raspy voice, dude? I'm trying to fucking fix it. Like, I, I'm. It's getting worse. You know, it sounds pretty cool until I can't lift or raise my voice or get as extreme as I want to on stage. So, but you're not a yeller on the mic. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yes, I yes, yes. Yes. Points. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Now that, that, that I think about it, now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, this, this, this girl yells on the mic. That's true. That is true. That is true. So, um, how long, how long have you been in Austin then? I've been here almost two months. It'll be two months next week. You would tell me this crazy ass story of your trek over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, when I moved from Virginia, I gave myself three nights and days to travel so I could just take my time and get mm-hmm. the food I wanted, stop and see the cities I haven't seen. <clears throat> so my first night I stopped in Nashville and it was the first day of my breakup. Like I literally, Oh moved yeah, that's away. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I moved away from my ex uh, that day and I'm, I never fucking cry, but I was crying for hours. You were crying and driving, crying and driving, listening. Not to a the good idea. Song. Oh my God. How can you see when you have water in your eyes? You just keep wiping it away. I had a rag from work that I was like wiping my eyes with and blowing my nose I'm a, into. I'm a personal windshield wipers. <laughs> yeah, that rag is filthy. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, it's very it. crusty with mucus. But I stopped. Oh. <laughs> so crusty. So I decided to stop in Nashville, like downtown, and I'm walking on Broadway Street. All these happy couples. Everyone's just so happy. Bright lights. It's music like everywhere. That. I know. And I was mad. I was mad that everyone was happy. When you have, when you go through a breakup <laughs> and you see everybody, you just it's like these, look look at these fucking yeah. happy people. Let me go to the heart of Nashville and see everyone who's enjoying themselves. Yeah, that was that was a bad call. Yeah, it was horrible. Was bad, it was, she was taking was the back so alleys. So mad, so mad. So I'm like hopping bars by myself, crying in the corners of bars, just drinking whiskey on the rocks. And I stopped at one bar, and I was just so mad that every bar I stopped in in Nashville was playing cover music. Because you would expect the the bands that are on Broadway Street, yeah, not to just do covers. But the, did the song make you? Think no. about your ex at all? No, none of the songs did. I was just fucking mad and sad. You never heard my heart, my heart will go on, or any of those songs. Like you know, the sentimental, emotional. Like, yeah, ah. but that shit doesn't hit me the same way. Like it's got to be a really specific song. Move, bitch, get out the way. Correct. <laughs> if it's not, if it's not by DMX, I'm not gonna cry to it. No. Um. Uh. So yeah. So yeah, I was at one of the bars and I was feeling all right, and then I saw this like black like probably in his 50s older guy and i make eye contact with him and i was just like 
talking shit about the music. I'm like, this song, they're doing a chain smokers cover. Him? Yeah, I was like, this is shit. Like, this is garbage. I don't like chain smokers. You were smokers. drunk at the time. Not, not that drunk, but I was like, all right. I was pretty good. I was buzzed. Mm-hmm. And then, so we start talking, and he sounded, he had a really high pitched voice, and he kind of, he sounded more feminine than I did. Well, and not I, with this voice. And I thought he was fucking gay. And so I'm having a good time. I'm like, thank God I found an old gay guy to get drunk with, right? Uh-huh. And so he buys me two shots in a row, a drink. I'm feeling lit. And so we leave and he buys me a gyro. And after that, I was like, thank you. It's your euro. People say both. I've been saying euro my whole life. And then people smack me Greek in the sandwich. face for not saying it. <laughs> Damn, what? <laughs> yeah, they fucking backhand me. Uh, I didn't know that was that sensitive of a topic but sure I, I think people just want to hit me they just want to test my patience especially with gyros or euros i don't know either way it's fucking delicious and it, i love them no it is not no it's not why would you say that because it's not well to me it's not what do you have against it it's not you no know, the when they cut the meat on the yeah, thing yeah it's, be, it's supposed to be it's beef flam right right it's all stretchy it, yeah. the the texture it's not you want a real mediterranean sandwich you go to an actual. I don't. I, I don't even think there's one here, right? In Austin, I don't know. But in France, if you say um, gyro, euro, we don't even call that. We call it Greek sandwich. But it's actually it's lamb. It's not beef lamb. That's that's like smushed together that you put on a on a pike. Yeah, and the then meat, it just spins around. No, it's questionable. Yeah, it's questionable meat. Yeah, that, that's why that's, I'm like that's a good point. Yeah, and that white sauce. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's a. Tzatziki, tzatziki. It's supposed to be tzatziki. Yeah, but it's not like I'm saying. It's like yeah. It's cheap. It's a cheap yeah. drunk. Don't go to greasy. Tino's. I won't. If Tino's is your reference for no, no, I've never even been there. I don't think. Don't. Okay. Don't. But anyway, you get your we get the Greek a gyro. Sandwich. We yeah. get the goddamn Greek sandwich. <laughs> I'm just been I've been nitpicky, but go no, ahead. No, 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 no. I don't mind it at all. So we get the fucking Greek sandwich. <laughs> so we get the Greek sandwich. Yeah. And uh I offer him <laughs> to thank him for his kindness. I was mm-hmm. like, You want to try cocaine? Or would you like some cocaine? I have all these drugs, no one to share them with. And he was like, I've never done it. This guy has gray in his beard. This guy's like fucking at least 50 years old. Like, You've never done cocaine and you're a gay black man? Like, follow <laughs> me. So I bring him to my car. We get the coke. And I'm like, you know what? I'll give you a ride back to your car. So we're driving around Nashville. He parked it in a parking garage. All the parking garages look the same. So uh-huh. I keep driving, driving up to one. He's like, oh, no, not that one. Drive up to the next one. Nope, not that one. Turn around. Nope, not that one. So eventually... I'm inebriated. I drive into the one of the parking lots and the gate goes down. I'm stuck in the wrong fucking lot. This guy's in my car. Still haven't found it. So I'm going to exit and I'm making him lift up the actual parking garage. Oh gate. shit, really? Yeah, because we're stuck. Like his car wasn't there. I don't have any fucking codes. Like it's like three in the morning at this point. That is not an old <laughs> black guy. Trying to lift up the garage gate. He had a little bit of manually. muscle. So he's lifting it up, and I'm like, finally, fuck it. Like, I run on the fucking accelerator and just drive through the gate. It smashes. It scrapes the top of my car. <laughs> he gets in my car, and I'm like, hey, I have a Motel 6. I have an extra bed. Just come back with me. So the cocaine's wearing off. I get in my hotel room, and he's sitting next to me, and I'm like, I just miss what I just left. And I start crying, and he tries to go to affectionately you? comfort me, and I'm like, don't fucking touch me. I skipped a step. I found out he wasn't gay. 
this whole time I thought he was gay. Taking him back, he starts flirting with me. I'm like, wait, I thought you were gay. And he's like, I'm not gay. While you're driving around. Yes. While I'm driving back to the Motel 6, after I've broken down a gate. And this guy's like, wow, this girl really wants to hang out with me. Or this girl really cares about what me. Are, what are the odds? Down. I'm a 60-year-old, 60, 50, whatever? Some 50-something-year-old. Nope. Yeah. I'm, I'm an old black man with a high-pitched voice in the middle of Nashville. And this this young white girl wants to hang out with me and give me cocaine and thinks that's and, and thinks that's perfectly fine that this, you see the, see how the how wrong this picture is no no okay not necessarily wrong but just unusual like yeah, yeah. Like he could have played the lotto that day this is not yeah. this doesn't yeah. happen in any man's life right i don't care how old you are I know. And even less if you're in your 50s. And a 22-year-old's handing you cocaine. Yeah, like, come on with me and go to back to motel. It's like, God damn, I didn't know hookers were that easy. I yeah, don't know. and then I'm like, wait, I thought you were a homosexual. <laughs> like, that's why I'm doing all of this. Like, I'm they trying go, to and fuck I, you. I will prove it to you. First of all, I would never give someone cocaine if I was trying to fuck them. All right, like. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. And and because of my you were so giving all night. gay. Hey, you I know was what? way more <laughs> what, if, what if he had faked it? What if he had faked it? Like faked the being gay. Yeah, being gay. To get comfortable to get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, because you know, give yeah. you a massage. I was so all that surprised stuff. he See, left naked. in the morning that in the hotel room. I checked all my shit. He didn't take a single thing. I mean, he probably went home and started a diary because this is some really Yeah. Nothing that shit like that doesn't yeah. happen. He sent me a friend request on Facebook when I was still like, oh. Do you remember his name? Yeah, Antonio. Okay. Well, shout out to Antonio, man. You're a good yeah, guy. Yeah, Antonio. You're sorry, good. you're not gay. <laughs> sorry, you're not gay. If you had been gay, man, you would have seen her gay, naked. I would have given you so much more coke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what's in Virginia? See, I, I, I'm always curious because there's, there's, there's states that I know nothing about. Like, yeah. you would never find me there. Virginia is one of them. Kentucky is another one. Montana. Right. Basically, where there's no people of color really. well that's not really true it's interesting What's virginia in... so i moved there oh. when i was eight um okay. i lived in woodbridge virginia so that's 20 miles south of dc mm -hmm. very diverse i lived at, i went to a really diverse high school most of my friends were not white i had friends from sierra leone i had friends from nigeria i had friends from nepal i had friends from wow. egypt because of dc so like everyone it was oh. a hub for diversity and then when i graduated high school i went to school in virginia beach diverse as well that's well it's take different, that back though. take that back virginia virginia beach beach bitch beach virginia bitch whatever <laughs> virginia bitch is known to me it's uh missy's from there pharrell yeah, pharrell's from there, from there. Timberland. you got menza yeah for yeah. uh timberland is from there yeah. i'm trying to think i think that that's all i know i think that's magoo i mean magoo i don't know timberland and magoo yeah, yeah 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 uh I think that's it. Yeah, but that, that, it's a good it's a good hub for music. Okay. Um, it's kind of a forgotten. It like, is. It really is forgotten. You, th you think East Coast, West Coast, Chicago, super underrated, and, yeah. You know, South, and then there's Virginia Beach right in the middle. And you're like, uh -huh. who gives a fuck? And then all of a sudden, Missy comes out, and you're like, oh shit, I'm here. They got something to say. Love that woman. Yes. Shout out to that lady. Uh, and then I lived in the white part of Virginia, which is where I moved yeah, there's got to be. Yeah, is, I lived is on a most fucking of it? farm. Isn't most of it? Is it pretty concentrated in cities as far as where the... 
Yeah, I would say so. The diversity. But there's a, the coolest part about living on the farm I lived on. Because when I, I moved from Virginia Beach, I moved to Roanoke, Virginia, where I had my mic. And I lived in an apartment. I lived with my parents out there as well. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to the farm. And it was even wider than it was in the city the I was living in out there. But I guess the coolest part was meeting rednecks of every color. Like, and rednecks just getting of to know, every color. Yeah. I had that black redneck friends like, wearing like, or riding four wheelers. And I, I have a friend who's a hip hop artist. Uh, he goes by J Rock VA. And he's a very talented hip hop artist based out of Rocky Mount, Virginia, which is like Franklin County area where they do like moonshiners and shit like that. But really? Like, there's a lot of talented people out there. Oh, Mass and, Kills. I forget about Mass Kills. Is also yeah, from there. yeah. I love me some Mass Kills. Fuck yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe but, maybe it's yeah. cooler than I thought. It, it really is. It's, it's interesting, like looking for it. And the thing I liked about living in the country is people work so much harder for everything. Gotta do everything. And you I can't just walk down that. to the store. A lot of people never have those lessons, never even have to work for a lot. They Uber Eats every day. That's the world we live in, though. You know, it's not, though. Not entirely. There's a lot of people that are misrepresented and a lot of people politically that are misrepresented because of them not being in a city and having it. That, I mean, it, it's always been a thing where you got, yeah, this city city versus the country, yeah. and these people don't have internet, and yeah. they don't But they don't, don't want to give it to them either. They want to force people to feel like they need to live in a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So th- was it, so it wasn't uh, you're on a farm, but then was it like a suburb, like suburbs that you lived in, or was no, it always a country? No, I lived on a country road. I lived on yeah. a country road. I lived on nine acres of land, had a big house. Uh, we Did rented you work on the, on the farm? I worked on the farm, but I also worked at a grocery store down the street, and I worked there when the pandemic started. So that was crazy to watch as well. So why the comedy then? I'd gotten into comedy about a month, maybe maybe three months before I moved into the farm, onto the farm. Wait, what? Under? So I started comedy in the apartment I lived in. And then I got evicted from my apartment two weeks into dating my boyfriend who had the farm. So I moved. Oh, it there. was your boyfriend's farm. Oh, I wouldn't just sell that shit. I would never leave all of that. To I mean, if I had bought that much land, I wouldn't just leave all of it. For sure. Oh, hold on, back up, back up, back up. You lived in an apartment. Then your boyfriend had a farm. Yeah. And that's where you lived. Or yeah. Was it your parents? No, it's my boyfriend's farm. Oh, so that's why you were at your boyfriend's farm. Yeah, people think I'm like born and raised on a farm. I'm like, no, I just wow. No, I know you don't know. Yeah, the... but yeah, yeah, it was my boy. It, it is my boyfriend's farm. So did, you didn't have to. Exes. You didn't have to work on. Is that the one you left yeah. to come here? Okay. Yeah, I did a lot of work for the farm. Um, I graveled. I helped gravel a driveway, and I, I would cook food over the fire pit and like feed the goats and the chickens. And was that. How do you feel doing all that stuff? I love goats and I love the chickens and I like cooking over fires. And Oh, okay. Good fit. And <laughs> Yeah. Graveling the driveway was just like, I could watch the progress of something immediately and it was a good workout. So I really enjoyed doing that too. Like I like hard work. But, but, but then what, what did your boyfriend say? Hey, you're funny. You should go try this shit. Yeah. He had been a comic for over 14 years. Oh, wow. So he had bought the farm to get a, to escape and like he has his own studio and he, he does his own stuff as well. To escape comedy? To escape the city. He had lived in LA, New York. Uh, he was yeah, 14 a years. Of, that's it's, yeah. He never made it? Nothing? He didn't. He likes being behind the scenes a little more. He likes producing stuff a little more than 
actually being the big person. He helped run a festival in Kansas in 2014. And he's actually helping the Roanoke Comedy Fest in October. And I've booked some comics to come up with me. And we're going to go to Virginia back in uh, the first week of October as well. Do you remember your first time? Hmm? Your first time on stage? Yeah, it was August of 2019. And it was at a hookah lounge. And? Uh, I told a story. You know how usually comics, the first time they go up, they're like, I have a funny story I can tell people. And my friends love it. You're going to love it too. Yeah. And I still use that story today. And I, I've written a little more, I've structured it better and the timing of it and mm -hmm. just to InfraWorks. But I, yeah, I told the story about the time that I did mushrooms with a guy I didn't really know. And he whipped out his dick and he peed all over the dorm room. And he was in the Navy getting kicked out. Mm -hmm. So I called him an Uber and apparently he pees all over the Uber and they drive him back to base and he runs away from the gate officers, breaks his hand on a light pole. They found my weed in his bag because he peed all over the bag. I didn't want to touch it. And he, yeah, he got arrested. And then the Uber ended up costing $200 because he peed all over the car. Yeah. That, that's your first joke. Yeah. That you was still my first. Story? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you feel after that? People loved it. I was one of the only girls doing comedy there's a girl who's a poet who was at the mic but i was the only real woman like wanting to do more of it but were you a fan before would you like did you go had, to shows did you have were you a fan of Joan rivers or chris rock or what was the i like watching comedy being raised mormon i was sheltered quite a bit as well so i couldn't watch oh everything. mormon wow yeah i missed out on a lot of things that a lot of comics you know they grow up watching stuff and i was very sheltered in a lot of senses, mm -hmm. which is why I started acting up when I was older. But I loved Weird Al. I love Weird Al, Andy Kaufman, Dave Chappelle, Kim Peel, all of that. Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder, like fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Across generations. Right. It's not just, uh, hey, Bo Burnham is my guy. <sighs> I would never say that. <laughs> why did, did you watch the last one? I didn't. Uh, No. You don't like him? Uh, he's not really like my type. I should still watch the special just to watch it. Yeah. I, I have a thing with uh, comics who do like music and stuff. And again, it just depends on the music and it depends on. If it's funny. Well, I mean, again, this is all right. subjective. Subjective. Yeah, opinions, guys, don't, opinions. Do, not, do not get your, what's, what's the expression? Get your pennies in a bunch. That's the thing, pennies right? in a wad? Or in a bunch? Pan, panties in a wad. In a wad? It's not a bunch? Oh, crunch? Pennies in a... God damn it. I can't... I thought it was wad. Pennies in a wad? Like, don't get too excited. Don't get too, like, crazy about... Stuff. What's the expression? Come on, this is your language. Don't get, God damn it. Don't put that pressure on me. I, you speak it. Don't put your panties in the... Don't get your panties in a wad. In a wad? In a wad. It's my language, and we're going to say wad. That's all, no, I, 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 I got it. <laughs> no, he doesn't trust me. No, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. That sounds very... Uh, Put your pennies. I'm Googling this shit. <laughs> pennies in. Haha, I was right. Fuck. Oh, there's pennies in a bunch. Another way to say pennies in a bunch. What does it mean? To become overwrought or unnecessary upset over trivial shit. What matter? Is wad the other? Uh, maybe wad is another way to say that. I never heard the wad part. Might be a southern thing. Yeah. I got Southern family. It's the same. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Yeah, it's the same thing. Fuck yeah. I knew it. I knew it. 
Panties in the wad. All right. I know um, my language. Well, I'm glad you do because you're supposed to speak it <laughs> to other and people. And I spoke it. You 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 speaking it in the, the in the proper form formality. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'm still learning. I learn I learn new expressions all the time. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. I remember my, my my friend, uh, one of my best friends. I've known him for I don't know, eighteen years or something. And she told me, she said, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. And she said, damn Skippy. I'm like, the fuck is damn Skippy? <laughs> I never heard. What's, who's Skippy? You, you know the expression? I might have heard that once in my life, but I've never, not in the past 10 I had years. never that in my life. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know, damn right. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, no, never. I don't like that. No, I call it Skippy now. So that's 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 her nickname. Shout out to Skippy Skip, if you ever, if you ever listen to that. I do like it. But uh, did you have uh, expressions like that in Virginia? You gotta have. You gotta have some like crazy lingo, or even uh, as a Mormon. Uh, something Mormons say. I never really was like a Mormon lingo person. I was uh always felt like I didn't fit in very well in the Mormon church. But they say fetch. What's fetch? That's so fetch. That's so cool. That's so fetch. So fetch. Like fetch, like throwing something for a dog. Yeah, that that's what comes to mind. How's yeah. that got to do anything with cool? I don't know. It's a Utah thing, and since more most Mormons are based from Utah, then I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I've never that, been to Utah. Oh really? Yeah, I'm a really bad Mormon. I went once. How was it? Well, I can't say. I mean, I was 14 years old. I was on this West Coast trip with other kids, and we drove to. Went from Vegas to, uh, what's the lake? Lake Powell. Mm. Nice. And, and we got to camp out there. And I remember jumping from the cliff. And I sat on the edge of the cliff. I don't, I don't know how many feet it was. Pretty, pretty high. And it was one of those, like, if I don't do this now, like, I may never have the chance right, to, to right. jump. Right. And I, I, I sat there for 20 minutes. Like I was like, come on back. You can do this. It's just, there's no rocks. People are doing it next to you. Don't be a pussy. You can jump in there. And I just sat there, sat there, sat there, sat there. And, and then I jumped and I like, oh, this is actually cool. And I did it again, like three times. And on the uh, fourth time, I was like, I'm going to dive this time. Like head first. I sat there for 30 minutes. Again. <laughs> I was like, come on. You, yeah. you're, I'm like, you're, you'll never come back here. Yeah. You know, there's there's times in your life when you're like, yeah, if I don't do this now, it's never going to happen. Whether you there's a there's an artist that comes to town, you're like, if I don't see him now, there's no way. What are the chances that he'll come back and I get yeah. to see him? So I don't want to miss that opportunity. Yeah, you only have one chance, whatever. And I'm like, fuck it. No, it hurt, <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> that's that, that's awesome. that, that's all I know about Utah. It's like Powell and I dove, I jump wow. and I dove in wow. the water. That's respectful though, or respectable though. Yes, I'll yeah. take it. I will take it. I was so no, proud yeah. of myself. I was like, yes, never again though. Yeah, never again. That's all I know about Utah. Huh. But um, so I forgot what I was going to ask you. Nope. The first thing I noticed when I met, you, well, I mean. You, nobody laughs like you do. I'm sure you you know that, yeah. and you're very aware of that. You can you, you you'll hear some samples of her laugh, hopefully, <laughs> throughout this podcast. But w- were you like bullied when you were a kid or something? Or was did people make fun of you? I didn't have this laugh uh, my whole life. 
I don't know how it happened exactly. Were you when you were crying so much on the way to Texas? No, fuck like, off. <laughs> I got that laughing for that. Was it the farm? No. There's a goat that sounds like that. What, what happened? I mean, I can't speak goat pretty well. Man, like me and my goats. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if you didn't have it before, there had to be something. I don't know which dose of psychedelics it was or whether it was just a copious amount of marijuana, but I think I got this laugh specifically when I was like 19 or 20, which was about That's a few two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, two or three. And you, you didn't feel the... I didn't feel the change. I didn't feel the transition. But one day I was like, what the fuck is this? And it just... Just stuck? Yeah. And I do have some normal laughs that come out. Like I remember hanging out with a friend a few weeks ago and they're like, oh my God, you had a normal laugh. We were just watching TV show and I just giggled a little bit. What? That wasn't weird. Like that wasn't weird enough. I mean, I want to hear that. Yeah. (laughs) I do. I I mean, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying. No, no. I can't even duplicate it because I don't remember. But it was a normal sounding line. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. If, if, if you had like a, you know that 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 white man, that rich white man laugh. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Very funny, Jim. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. People will laugh like that, and I'm like, uh, hey, it's not real. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it can't be real. It's that. It's, it's, no, it's not a fucking money laugh. Yeah. God. It, it sucks. Do you follow in this, any of the stuff that's happening? Like news, politics, any of that shit? Or you don't have time for that. It's frustrating. I mean. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of my views are seen as controversial. I posted a meme today that had me lose followers and shit. What did you, you post? Because, you, you, by the way, your Instagram stories, like, they come in 20s. They come in a series of 20, and I'm like, okay, that's got, oh, there's a TikTok one. Oh, there's a meme. I like being oh, known for that shit, though. People yeah. like come up to me, and they're like, you have good memes. I'm like, I know. How I do you have time to do all this shit? You have a backlog, and you just automate? No, like, I work very hard for my followers. All right? I only find the best memes to share. And I have certain pages that like I go to in particular, but yeah. It sounds like a lot of work. It's worth it. Okay, so what did you post that made you lose followers then? It was this right here. We have to describe it or just... Yeah, I will show you and then I will describe it. What is it? It was someone else's meme that you reposted? Yeah, it's So it wasn't Aussie's even yours? Meme. No. Oh, govern me harder daddy with the the needles yeah, and the gag and the Needles, mask. a QR code on the forehead... A gag over the mask, holding it in place. Yes, and and you know, and people were upset and just unfollowed you. Yeah, because of that. yeah, and that's fine. I've I've dealt with like a few different things occurring. I just feel like a lot of people, especially with the pandemic going on, still tech, like still, a lot of people have been psychologically damaged, traumatized. A yeah, lot oh, of things have occurred. I was watching the news. Um, like I keep up, try to keep up what's going on in the world, especially in France, because that's how I keep my French. Yeah. But they were showing um, text messages, and uh, from like family members, going, "Hey, you got vaccinated. You support a corrupt. And this is France. You support the corrupt government. Bye." Or a, a parents will get vaccinated, and their kid 
was against that, so he left the house. They haven't seen him since April. And there was another one. Um, yeah, same thing. It's like a husband and wife. It's like, hey, my wife's vaccinated. I don't believe in that. So I'm out. That sucks too. Um, that, that, that's, out of all of this, that's what is most heartbreaking, I think, is when people just draw the line like you're, I mean, we've always been kind of, there's been this sense of tribalism for a lot a lot always. recently the, it's, mean, it's always been like that time but even yeah but more, more blatantly yes obvious. way yeah. more visible today than ever because of social media i mean we've talked about that a lot on the, on this podcast but yeah it's like if it gets to a point where just taking care of yourself becomes a political stance that will break a family that is sad well they've forced it they have been forcing people to just if no one is identical to your stance or if they are not choosing the right thing, then they are wrong and they have nothing beneficial to provide. They're further, they'd like to isolate people more and polarize them. I I get that. But I think that if you put it in terms of right and wrong, there's someone's always going to lose. Well, it's black and white and they try to make it black and white when everything, I say this all the time, everything's gray. There's not just one or the other. It's never. Yeah, but it, it, it's more of a. Let me put it this way. You can try to understand the other up to a certain point, right? E- either way, you could be like, "Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it, but honestly, I don't get it." But at least you tried, and then you pull whatever conclusion you want out of it, and you deal with the consequences. I was reading, I was reading the article. Um, I mean, the, I, these come out every day. Like a mom who didn't believe in vaccines died of COVID and her dying wish was make sure my kids are vaccinated. So shit like that, like she could have easily gotten it and be around the kids again, but she's gone now. That's it. And, and you're like, huh? As much as I want to understand, I can't. You see what I mean? What don't you understand? That, it's not a um it's not a selfish well it is it is a selfish thing if you do something i believe and that's 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 me if you're going to do something to yourself that doesn't impact anybody else by all means do it yeah if you're going to take drugs if you want to shoot yourself if you want to i don't know pierce your body you want to fuck animals what well, i don't care as long as you're not hurting anybody in this case you could be hurting somebody so I'm like, the whole selfish thing kind of goes out the window. Like, you know, you can't be selfish in a situation like this. And the fact that it's become so polarizing and political and religious, there are people like, oh, God, if, if God, um, what was it? People go to these like city council meetings and it starts saying all kinds of shit in the name of religion, saying if uh, God didn't intend us to cover our noses and mouth, so if it did, uh, we uh, we shouldn't be wearing masks because God didn't intend to. Like that that doesn't. The rationale is kind of like you believe what you want to believe up to a certain point. Like there's a reason why there's signs that say, "Yeah, no shirt, no service." There's just rules to life. Otherwise, anybody can do whatever the fuck they want. If it doesn't, if unless it affects somebody else. I think my thing about at least getting the shot right now is that the vaccine is 
rapidly made the disease evolve and like come up with more variants because of the fact that we have something more variants. So the the more variants that come out, the more vaccines that we'll have to make to make more. And it's just like this thing with history, these things last, they don't just last a year is we're not going to, nothing's going to reset. Nothing's going to go back to normal. We're going to be dealing with for this for years. So I don't think it's very personally. Yeah. A lot of people are going to die and a lot of people are pushing. It's selfish that you do not get it. And yeah, we had, you know, the guy who hosted Anderson. I, I know his sister. I didn't, I, I didn't know him. But I've known his sister for years. I had met him twice uh, at the mic. Yeah. And it was wild and insane. And a lot of people are going to continue to die. And that's my stance. <laughs> <laughs> people die. What are you going to do? I think that. It's, it's, it, it's just that I want to. And I don't want to make it a whole whole podcast no, arguing about no, this. We won't. I, I really we don't. could. We totally no, could. No, we could, but I don't, I, I, I don't want to get punched in we'll my own apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be humiliating. There's a camera and everything. I don't I don't want that to go around. Look, Audrey just punched back in the face. Yeah, people die and then it just <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, but I agree with you. People die. I do agree. God damn oh, shit. No, I mean it, it it's uh it's one of those you don't realize it until it happens to you. Literally, yeah. That that's what it comes down to. And you think it the same way that when it the whole thing started, ah, it's, it's in China, it's in Europe. Right, Nobody gives a shit. Right. And the next thing you do, next thing you know, it's over it's here. It's here, bitch. Like, it's here. Yeah. Like no. So now what? Like you can't. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't get married. You can't even bury your your grandparents. Ones, you can't yeah. do any of that shit. New Zealand was clean for for months. That one case. Yeah. And they shut down the whole country. Just this week, one case, lockdown for three days. Everybody, shut up. And yeah. up until now, everybody was everybody was cool. But one fifty year old guy landed, and they're like, "Oh, nope, never mind." Wow. Everybody back in locked on, on lockdown because at this point, it's like we've dealt this with this for a year and a half now. How much longer are we going to deal with this? A long time. But oh well, it's here to stay. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Get the vaccine though. I love COVID. <laughs> what have we learned today? <laughs> Get the vaccine. I love COVID. Yeah, right. So what else, what else do you do? Are you working these days or what no. are you doing? Just doing comedy and... Yeah, lifting weights, swimming, riding. Riding what? Huh? Riding what? Jokes. Oh, right. I thought you meant riding like you ride a bike or something. Oh, no. Riding. I'm writing. How do you say that? Riding. Riding. Mm-hmm. It sounds like rotten. It sounds like rotten. Yeah. Is that a Virginia thing? No, my mom. I mean, I, I do like that part of Virginia has a southern drawl, and I used to just say y'all like ironically, and no, then no. I just start saying it. That's one thing. I, I it took me five years to say y'all. My mom's from Alabama. My dad's from Virginia and Atlanta, so mm-hmm. it's it's in there. It's so in not, my blood. So you're not doing anything else but writing and comedy. Yeah, I'm applying for a house right now. That's near south congress but, applying to uh rent oh. uh, i have two other roommates uh applying with me but until i get that house or until i find a place closer by i'm not getting a job because i live 30 minutes outside of town so it's fucking inconven- inconvenient no this is austin yeah it's uh it used to, it used to take about 15 minutes to go across town 
Yeah. No, it took me 45 minutes to get to your house today. Shit. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm running late because it's fucking whole ass accident right before I was coming. Oh, there's people traffic. moving here. Yeah. People forget how to drive anyway. Ugh. The only traffic I had back home was getting stuck behind a tractor before work. And I'm like, I swear, like there was a tractor in front of me. <laughs> I, I was in Atlanta earlier this month. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I got six lanes and still can't For figure real. this shit out. For real. Like, like, really. What the fuck? Like, never yeah. has it together. When I was a kid and we would get stuck um, in traffic, I always believed that there's a slow motherfucker up front, like way up front. And that dude needs to get punched in the face. I was like, Dad, can we just get out and go get the guy right, who's being slow? Like there's a... There's one person. Yeah, there's a grandpa or an Asian guy <laughs> or something that's just like, oh, I don't know where I'm going. And everybody's stuck because of him. That's and I never so thought funny. that, yeah, maybe there's too many cars. And the exits are too close to yeah. each other. People are merging yeah, and shit. Yeah, maybe there's something else that's causing it. Maybe. Now, like, no, <laughs> there's one motherfucker up front who's making me late to my basketball game. I used to think Freddie Mercury was the only gay person. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought he was the only gay person in the world. I'm like, how did AIDS happen? Like, if only one person was gay. <laughs> Fred Mercury fucked that monkey. <laughs> yeah, like, I, damn it. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody was all about fucking that monkey. God damn. I knew it this whole time. Like, so who broke who broke the news to you that they existed? My Not- mom. I was like, <laughs> Freddie Mercury is the only gay one, right? And she's like, no, there's gay people everywhere. I'm now like, your oh, cousin's no, coming. I'm so scared. Like, so you, you thought they all were, like, you know, tank tops with the yellow jacket and, and had a great the voice queen. yeah and had thought- a, it's pretty close actually when you think about it right great voice great outfits a mustache aviator glasses yeah i've met a few lesbians with mustaches so i guess it's lesbians with mustaches well, i was just kidding oh my bad it's okay i run a bit on you you told me not to do that uh i'm gonna have to cut that off i'm gonna have to cut it off no i'm kidding i'm, I'm kidding so what what do you think of Austin then? I love Austin. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, there's a lot of people here. I can smell when anyone's from LA. I can smell it on them. How? Oh. The ad is it attitude? The actual smell? It's no. It's it's more like an attitude. Just a, the whole presence of the individual, and not Entitlement? every time. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna. No, you can say it. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Fuck it. Entitlement. Yeah. Holy shit. Have you lived in LA? Have you been to LA? God, no. I lived in Monterey, California, but I never lived in LA. How's that different? Monterey's, Monterey's very uppity, uh, but it's a little further north. And uh, I like the beaches and stuff. The traffic isn't as bad as LA. No traffic. It's not like Hollywood. It's not like that. It's not in the entire entertainment industry. Like It's not revolved around that. Yeah, I've never been. But it's very fancy. It's very nice there. I lived on an Air Force base, though. Nothing fancy there. No? No. My dad was Air Force. So when I lived out there, I was in kindergarten. But you do remember? You ever been there? Oh, I remember. The earliest thing I remember is when I was three years old and I was moving from Alabama to Florida. Mm-hmm. I was playing hide and seek. On the base? Uh, I was at my friend's house. I was playing hide and seek at my friend's house. And then I was hiding under like one of those baby changing tables. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then there's a big bowl of jelly. This big. Big bowl of jelly. And I remember wanting to put my hand in it. 
and Tra- I never put my hand in it. You never did it? Never. And I think you had one day, chance. You had one chance. I know. Chance. The, the fact that you jumped that fucking cliff and I couldn't put my hand in a bowl of jelly. No like a shit. Pussy. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> stupid, stupid. <laughs> Set goals in life. You know? Yeah. One, of the, one day. Do you know what? We have some jelly right here. <laughs> Going to recreate that moment. I really moment. thought you would I could cry. just like, accomplish the thing I've been thinking about for my entire life. But You would cry if you put your hand in a bowl of jelly. Like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this moment for yeah. so long. Yeah, that would have been so a beautiful long. moment. Probably the best thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> have you traveled the country a whole lot or no? I moved around a lot. You realize um, that I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing you, but this is not an interview show. Right. Yeah, go right. ahead. I guess like I was born in Washington state and then I lived in Alabama and then I lived in Florida and then I lived in California and then I lived in Ohio and then I lived in Northern Virginia, Virginia beach. The air force shit. Is that right? Yeah. My dad uh, got out of the air force when we lived in Ohio and then he started working in DC. Just follow dad around. Yeah. Which which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, when my dad said, we're moving to Texas, I was like, I don't know what that is. Austin. What the fuck is that? Because like our, my, my reference to Texas, we had Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. In France. Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, with Chuck Norris. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what Austin is. And when people always ask me, yo, did, when you moved here, did you move here with your family? I'm like, yeah. I'm 16 years old. The fuck do you think I'm going to do by myself in France? <laughs> it's stupid. Of course, I followed my dad around. But then he left me here and then, I, and then he moved back. What did he do? Uh, I worked for IBM. Nice, IBM nice. in Africa, then IBM in France, and then IBM here. So IBM pretty much moved us. Wow. And then he went back to Europe. He went back to France with my mom and my brother. And then from there, was he did France, then Spain, then Morocco. No, South Africa first, and then Morocco. And then he retired, moved back to Senegal. Wow. Living the life. He's like, look, y'all, it's like, y'all get the citizenship. This country scares the shit out of me. I don't want it. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair and he's enough. absolutely right. This country is scary. He's like, I'm gonna set you guys up, but you're not gonna bury my ass in this country. I'm going back home. I got my house, got my land, and chill. What scares you? In this country? You in particular. Me in particular? Yeah. I would say the the mindset, the 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 idea that Everything has to be huge all the time. Everything got to be the bigger, the 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 biggest, the best, the 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 most convenient, or the the fastest. Everything is in excess, and you're like every once in a while, just take what you can. It's also you living in Texas. Well, that doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I mean, everything like bigger biggest, in Texas. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, this but, place is yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, uh, Texas is uh, of course a step. Like a, a bar, right, but, right, but in the country general, as a whole is yeah. like, wow, you always got to go all out. Just, can you just relax? Can you be just humble, chill out? Yeah. yeah, be humble. First, be humble and slow the fuck down. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, we're, um, I think Americans, this is going to turn into another America bashing show like I had with Hans. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, it's like they don't, they don't take the time. To think critically, yeah, yeah, or even to listen. If people listen, earlier we're talking about you know people in the country versus people in the city and stuff, and try to understand each other. If people just fucking shut the fuck up every once in a while and listen, and be like, hey, um, 
I see where you're coming from. Yeah. And let's see how we can make that just work better. Yeah, yeah. Work better. And, and it's always, um, but the, the, this country has always been quick to like rally around something. I mean, of course, 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah. America. Fuck yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's cool. But on a daily basis, there's conflict everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other countries. It, it does. No. But, but on the scale, it's not the same scale here. I mean, you're dealing with like, what, 350 million people? And you're like, yeah, this is not on the scale that it is. And especially when it's it's fed to you all the time, 24-7. And that's what your life revolves around. It's like you're just grinding all the time and you're stressed out. And you get, you're, you, you eat you don't eat right and you get fat and you get depressed and you start doing therapy and you go to the gym, but you don't, you're too lazy to go to the gym. So you buy a fucking machine that makes supposed yeah. to make your abs yeah. come out because you can put batteries in it and you just sit on your couch and it gives you, abs. it's like everything is so go, 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 go that you end up with a lot of sick people. I and think, I think Americans are sick. I think the problem is so many people just allow that way of life to be forced upon them um a lot of people just don't even think that there's any other option right and that's what sucks as well to see people just run their lives into the ground and never actually appreciate anything that they've lived for not even appreciate what they have yeah what yeah i mean sit in the grass look at the stare at the sky for 10 minutes right just look at something yeah like read a book make yourself dinner like take a nap watch the sunrise you know just anything the, the, the ones who have figured it out because it's so oh yeah you gotta you have to do this and then you have to do that you gotta you gotta work hard 48 hours a week and then it's overtime but you have two jobs because otherwise you can't pay your rent and if yeah. you don't pay your rent then you're out on the street if you it's like it's there's there's a path that you're supposed to take and if you deviate just a little bit from that path you are yeah fucked <laughs> You are fucked. And sometimes you don't have a choice. Most of the time you don't have a choice. So you just, you just like the hamster in the wheel every day, all day. A little cog in the machine. Pretty that's much. Capitalism. Pretty much. And that's what's sad about this country. And my dad was like, yeah, and plus your laws are fucked up. So, uh-uh. <laughs> Honestly. And the system was built in a way that just was never updated. And we're, it works the way it's supposed to work. It was put together by a bunch of white dudes and it works the way it works. Yeah. And now the world is changing. Like, oh shit, hold on. We got to, we need to change this. So change that or not. Just keep it the way it is and, and let you guys bitch about it all day. So yes. Yeah. It, long story long. That's why. <laughs> that's, right. that's what scares oh, me about this country. I could country. keep going on too. I could keep going on about that. Do you want to ever want to live somewhere else? No, I definitely want to travel more. Have but, you ever? Have uh, you? I went on a cruise. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. You didn't travel. You didn't travel. You were you were on a ho- in a hotel on the water. You didn't travel. Yeah, the only fuck, the only parts I saw were what they let us. See. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, if if you dock in Jamaica, you're not gonna go to you know. Kingston in the middle. He's <laughs> not gonna right, go there. Right, oh yeah, right. there's a resort, a bunch <laughs> of restaurants, and then get and then get back get back on the boat. So we go to the next island. Let's go to Barbados. Cool. There's no part. Let's go to Haiti. There's no poverty in Haiti. Yeah, oh, right. Dude, Haiti was rough, man. I felt so bad. They, for being they, there. they never get a break. They never catch a break. These uh, Haiti. I'm like, it sucks. It does. And you're like, 
Meanwhile, you bitch about your phone, your phone connection. This, 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 this is the kind of mentality yeah. that I can't take. Yeah. And I, and I, and I grew up in France and France is pretty, I mean, it's a superpower and all that stuff. It's in right. the UN and I, and I get all that, but until you get that perspective, you know, whether through talking to somebody who's experienced it yeah. or you go there yourself or you actually take it upon yourself to kind of research and be like, Hey, you know what? It's not that serious. Right. You know, you got to take the time to do things and appreciate. I mean, you're still young. So, uh, you got time, but I'm like, it, if you're already, if you're young, you already think that way. What do you have? Time flies. By the time you're 40, you're like, what the fuck have I been doing for the past 20 years? Smart. Holy shit. Huh? I'm going to be so smart at 50. Really? If I'm this smart now, I'm going to be a fucking genius at 50. Who said you were smart? Oh, uh, <laughs> my mother once said it when I was like six, and I never forgot. Oh, uh, really? What'd, yeah. what'd you do? Uh, I got a C minus on a quiz in first grade. That's smart. No, I actually got kicked out of recess because I kept, I felt bad for my classmates in first grade for being stupid, so I'd give them the answers to the tests. And then my teacher was like, you can't do that. And so oh, you were, okay, you were helping other kids. I was, no, I was actually pretty smart, man. I was smart for a while. You didn't want to be an entrepreneur or anything like that? Start your own shit? I mean, I have I have an LLC now. I just need to start using it. For what? Uh, it's a media company uh, for videos and for hosting shows. Go on. It's called HD Comedy. It stands for Hergi Donga. That's my language. Dot, dot, dot. It's the name of my language. Hermi Donga? Hergi Donga. What does that mean? It's my language. It just means whatever I want it to. Okay, can you give me a definition in your language? It's like it's basically a greeting. Hergidanga. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? My head. Okay. Where else do you get languages from? <laughs> Not. I know that was. I walked into that one. <laughs> I, really, I really did. I really did. No, but I mean. My ass. Hey. Sometimes <laughs> whatever ass. comes out of your ass works. Some shit works. Shit. Some shit works. Sometimes shit works. <laughs> 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 It is. <laughs> Sometimes shit works. Whatever comes out of your ass. Sometimes shit works. Ugh. No, but it, so what is it's a media company for what? Anything. I made a short film and I put it on YouTube back in October, but I haven't done anything video wise since then. And I'm mad about it. So I've started just like I have videos and all the shit that I haven't edited and this- material. And I want HD comedy presents to be at the beginning. And then oh, or like okay. for shows, if I start hosting shows, because I don't want to host another mic out here. I hosted a mic in Roanoke for a year. Mm-hmm. I want to come here and do a showcase or at least run the event, know what I'm doing, learn how to gig or book people and all that shit. You want me but behind want, the scenes? <clears throat> and in front. I yeah, I was about both. to say. Yeah. Like you, the, I, I want to do it all. Well, dreaming is free. Go for it. <laughs> By all means, man, just do yeah, it. Yeah. So Hermadonga. Hergie Donga. Oh, Hergie. Hergie. Does it have a spelling? H-E-R-G-I-E. Uh-huh. D-O-N-G-A. Hergie Donga. It means whatever you want it to mean. Okay. If I'm, if I'm it's a very take releasing a her- uh, language. You scream a lot in it. You scream a lot in it? You scream a lot. Uh, you have another word in that language? Not really. I mean, there's variants of Hergi and I, 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 I know I'm pressing you on this because I'm, I'm I'm fascinated by language, and I want how what what my what state of mind were you in when you said 
fucking hergy donga dude no shit i made that language in like third grade and then when I was at the bank making the business bank account, uh-huh. I wanted, to, and I was like, I just wanted to say HD comedy uh-huh. <clears throat> because it sounds normal, but it's definitely not. And I feel like that's a really good representation as to like me as an individual, like Herky oh, Donka, yeah, a young lady looking classy. And then I open my mouth and like, oh fuck, this bitch is like uh, off the rails. That should be the opening line. <laughs> I mean, Audrey, Herky Audrey, Hergy Donga Scott. This sound, that has a ring to it. I'm serious. Herky, you, gotta, you better Herky. trademark this shit. No, like, it is. What, what, no, it, is. it is already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. I ain't gonna tell you shit. <laughs> Hergy Donga to you. Hergy Donga to you as well. Yeah, cheers. Hergy Donga. Hergy Donga. I love this. It, it, mean, it <laughs> means whatever you want it to mean. So, Hergy Donga. I love how much I've drank compared to you. Well, I'm talking. Yeah. Hergy Donga. Hergy Donga. <laughs> I think we found the, the, the name of the episode. Seriously, that's okay. dope. That Thank is dope. So, so, so you have all you shot a bunch of stuff. You just haven't put it out yet. Yeah, there's uh, some footage of me and some crazy makeup and some crazy wigs, uh, speaking gibberish and jumping off of fences and uh, doing some other activities. Or Gudanga shit, you know. Yeah. Do Do you are you on TikTok and do all that shit? I just downloaded TikTok. Ugh. I know. I'm, I, I look. I'm. I'm an old fart. I can't. No, me I can't, too. Though I don't oh, know how come to on. fucking work it. And you don't like, have to. Nobody like you don't. If you're just stick to one thing and do it well, but it's like it becomes a to do when you have Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, you're good at Instagram. That's my bitch. Instagram's my bitch. Yeah. But I kind of like TikTok for the way that they edit videos. Like, I like their video editing program, and I just want to get more familiar with, like, everything. So I suppose I downloaded it just to see, but I don't want to be a TikTok star. I would you like never to know. Use... What if Hergedonga goes viral? What do you do what then? What if? Yeah. What do I do? I guess I'm going to mooch it for what it is. Again, and I've seen the opposite, though. I've seen people that have maybe, like, a million subscribers on TikTok I don't know how to have a fucking set on stage and no shade on anyone at all. But no, you can shit on them. If your shit's whack, I mean, I don't care about your TikTok. I want to see you on stage funny. Yeah, if your shit's whack, you know who you are. But <laughs> If you're offended, then that's you. Yeah, imagine the people that don't know their shit's whack. That's what sucks. There's a lot of them. They'll find out. They will. They'll find out. I mean, it's it's. I believe it's a market-driven business yeah. in a sense that um, if you're funny, people will come see you. Yeah. People will book you. Yeah. People will respect you. And if you're not, the market will go, eh, we don't want your ass. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. Or work harder. That's all there is to it. Right. It, there's no, you know, I, I will never shit on someone's attempt to being funny. No. But the result no. is still there. And that's what we judge you on. And everybody's going to judge regardless. Of course. If it's funny to you, it could be funny to someone else and not to someone else. So do what you can, work your shit, get funnier. Yeah. And that's all there is to the game. Yeah, I've met a lot of talented people out here. Oh, yes. There's some funny yeah. motherfuckers here. Yeah, it's honestly an honor to be out here, especially back from my last scene where it was hard to wrangle people to go to the one mic in the city. And now just people move here to grow and move here to work hard. Yeah, I a feel like I'm not out do. there enough. Seriously. But How often do you go out? I try to do about three a week. 
I, I mean, I have a lot of shit going on. I don't make yeah. excuses, but it's like, um, yeah, it's only 24 hours a day. I got a full-time job. I got a kid. Right. I got another project that I'm running that I'm trying to get off the ground. And I'm doing that. And I'm doing this. I'm trying to do like two episodes a week and just keep, keep going. Lucas is coming next week. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so people are like, Yo, when do you have time to do shit? Like, I, I make time. Right. You know, I'm a, I don't sleep much like I used to. Because once you have a kid, you don't. What's your kid? Three and a half. Yeah, a little back. Fucking, <laughs> this, this kid blows my mind every time. Seriously. <laughs> he, has, he already has an attitude. He He's starting to um, pull pranks. And his French is now I'm being I'm I'm having a daddy moment here. Just bear with me. Uh <laughs> he like his French has gotten so much better. And and I'll say this, I've said this before, but if there's one thing I'm proud that he has and he got from me is music here. Nice. Like he'll he'll hear a song twice and start mouthing the words and just singing them. I, tried, I think I told you. No, yeah, if I did. But anyway, yeah, he does that. Like, he'll, I'll play. He knows Uptown Funk by heart. Oh. He's like, don't believe me. Just watch. Ow. <laughs> and he just sings the whole thing. Like, I don't even have to turn the thing on. Yeah. Just, and he always, I'm glad he got that from me, not from his mom. <laughs> the, the, the next step, the next step in his growth will be uh, just rhythm dancing yeah, yeah if you can dance i danced for seven years we're all dancing the family wow. we all do and so and well so i'm like i hope that the y chromosome give you gave you that i yeah, get i, yeah. I, I hope because otherwise we're gonna have some problems man i can't i can't send you to africa to, to see to see your cousins and uncles and you can't move for shit yeah and you pull out some arkansas fucking dance moves i don't know what that looks like but i don't want to know yeah i'd be pissed i, I honestly would be pissed if yeah. you can't dance for shit He's half white, but come on. I hope so. Only and, half. Yeah, thankfully. Can you dance? You dance? No. Oh, I see the face you made. This now you're like, no, you can't. I mean, I'm always, yes, I'm always grooving, but like, I do shit I know I can do. You know, well, I will I'm, never like be the drunk bitch doing a move that I should have never done to begin with. Oh, I will I've never seen, be that. I've bitch. seen that so many times. I will never. <laughs> that, but that's funny. It's so funny I to like watch. I like being a joke, seen? but I don't like making myself. But no, an, okay, go ahead. Entire joke. Yeah, but if, if if you think you can, like, do the splits on the bar and you bust your head. <laughs> that's so, what I let other people do for me. You yeah, know, that, some no, people, that, that's fine. Nobody's asking you to do all that. That's the thing. Like, the the, the there's always there's always been a difference between people who dance because they like love it. And people who dance because people are watching and they, yeah, they want to show off. Yeah, right? You yeah. see those all the time. Yes. Yes. And you can tell the difference. Someone who dances because they love it, you can, they're actually with the music. They yes, don't even have to yes. be in the middle of the crowd, right? They can be in the court. That's, That's me. what I'm, I'm doing. That's I'm in the corner just jamming. I don't care. There's right. always going to be an asshole like, yo, yo, man, trying to battle me or like, yo, why don't you go dance with that girl over there? I'm like, motherfucker, Bitch, I don't know I'm you. Vibing, yeah, I'm like, good. Like you, you're killing my, my vibe right now. Right. Right. And you have the guy just because his friends are egging him on to go make some moves, start doing the worm. But yeah. the people always root for him. Yeah. That's the sad part. Go, 
go, yeah, go, yeah. Go. Whoa, do your thing. <laughs> I saw a guy once. Check this out. I saw a guy once. I'll never forget. Uh, it was at Barcelona it's a Club downtown. I think it's closed now. Anyway, yeah. they had like the the dance floor was like you had to take like just three steps to the dance floor. And this guy, his dance move was slapping the stairs back and forth. All the way to the left, all the way to the right. He did that for like maybe two songs in a row. Interesting. But he had a huge smile on his face. See? See that right there? Yeah. See that reaction? That was everybody was like, you know what? Look at him. Fuck it. He's happy. Yeah. He likes to slap stairs. That's, that's what he does. That's all that matters. Some people clap. Some people turn. Some people point to the Lord. Some people do, you know, dips. Some people do body rolls. Whatever music makes you feel. No, you know, right. nobody's ever come up to you and said, uh, "Excuse me, miss, you can't dance for shit. Get the fuck out." It's never happened. Yeah, people are oh, actually more jealous of that guy slapping the stairs. Right, because he's forth, just like, able to be himself. Exactly. Without being afraid. Nobody's asking you to do windmills. <laughs> Nobody. Fucking wind. They're just treacherous. Especially when you're trying to walk past someone. Like, don't goddamn windmill me in the face, please. No, flares. Please don't do that. No, but, but, but B-boys, that's what B-boys do. When, you, when B-boys show up at a club. B-boys. You know what B-boys are? Uh, break dancers. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just full. B boys. They're called B boys. I've never heard that ever. All right, B boys. Look, I learned. Uh, was it? What was it again? The word that means anything. Fetch. Yes. Or fetch and hergy donga. B boy. So you learn some shit. B boy. Uh, so when B boys show up and just take over a dance floor, because that's what B boys do. They, it's like they're always yeah, in battle mode. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you think you're tight? Let me show you what I can do. I'm gonna spin on my head. And blah 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 blah. Right. That's just the mentality. It comes. It, it it's part of the culture in hip hop. It's like, totally. Well, yeah. You, you think you're better than me? Let me show you what I got. Right. Same if you're a DJ or if you're an MC. You're a fucking rapper. Like, yeah, yeah. Graffiti. Same thing. Like, oh, you think it's you think you can paint on this shit? Watch what I can do. I'm getting on a train and make it bigger and yeah. all that stuff. So that that competitiveness is there all the time for b-boys and so but when they show up they just take over the shit and it sucks yeah yeah i don't have any b-boys friends do you no i've seen breakdancers like at the club and shit but i've never i don't have any friends that are breakdancers do you do anything artsy uh i used to sing a lot and i used to play the violin with the bass guitar well i used to well, my singing voice obviously isn't what it used to be. Yeah, yeah. But I still sing a lot when I actually have a fucking voice. I guess like I was in choirs and stuff and when I was in church and school. So I haven't done choir since I graduated high school. So but you do have a singer? Is it something in a family? Like everybody? My mom was the choir director when I was in church. And okay. so if she didn't show up, I had to lead the choir. Oh, you know how to do the thing with the hands? Yeah, I can chorus. Okay, and- how does that work? Because I, I was always, how does that work? It just depends on the timing of the songs. There's some numbers at the bar at the beginning. So you have one, two, three. This is one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. And then there's, you've got this one. Is that the cadence thing? Swinging left and right? Is that what that is? Yeah. Up, down. Yes. And then you have three, four, which is one, two, three, four. You have six, eight, which is one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight. One, one, two, three, two, five, six, three, seven, eight. Four, five, oh. six, seven, eight. 
One, two, three, four, five, six. I did something wrong. But it's the same pattern? Yeah. The, the, yeah, you you keep doing it the same way uh, for at least like hymns at church. Sometimes it switches up. You just have to look at the time signature at the beginning of that each of That sounds hard as hell. Yeah, I used to read. I, 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 can, I know how to read music and I, I can sing and I, I never played the piano or anything, but the violin. And You still think you can still do it? Like if sing? I, if you yeah, sing or play the, you said the violin, bass? if violin, I picked yeah. it up again and I didn't have these nails, it would probably be easier. But yeah, yeah. I loved the violin. I only played for two years, but I liked singing more and I did a lot of sports instead of a, a lot of music. Oh, that violin, that stuff. That is freaking. Yeah. My brother's going to school right now for the saxophone. So he's, we that is a pimp. My, uh, my youngest yeah. brother used to play too. Yeah. He's very talented. And he, I don't know why he gave up. But that shit was dope. You would just freestyle in the house. Oh yeah. And I'm like, how do you? It's so I try to admirable. blow in it and it doesn't work. I'm like, I I don't. <laughs> you ever had growing up the, uh, like the toy piano? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it had different. It actually had different modes for different instruments. It was right. still, a, still a keyboard, yeah. right? That does a guitar sound. There's I love the thing. that shit. Yes. So the extent of my musical as far as playing shit, like I could, I could have a tune in my head and it could be like fucking Mario brothers. Right. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, let me figure out how to do Mario brothers on the keyboard. So then it's simple shit. Right. Or this is, um, what's the one I was doing? Uh, shit. It was actually, it was mostly video game music. Cause it's pretty simple at the yeah. time. Like all from the NES. Perfect. Yeah. I'll do Castlevania. I'll do some street fighter stuff on it but right on. but it was never like intricate it was just one finger ooh, dun, ooh, dun, ooh, dun. Ooh. yeah simple shit yeah and then my i had this phase uh in middle school where everybody started playing guitar yeah it was a thing and it wasn't it uh. wasn't even like play guitar get laid type thing well maybe but for me i had one of my best friends got me to metallica Nice. It was a trade. I got him. He got me into Metallica and, and Queen, and I got him into Snoop Dogg. Hell yeah! That was the trade. So up until then, he was all about ACDC and uh, Deep Purple and all that stuff, and then uh, and Nirvana. And I'm like, look, man, take out some Snoop Dogg. He right. goes, you know what? It's Metallica. And my 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 siblings would make fun of me for listening to rock. Like, how can you listen to this shit? I mean, come on, we're yeah. You see, color skin. We're trying to be white and shit. And so. Uh, I begged my dad to buy me an acoustic guitar. And uh, I remember when he got it and then I didn't take lessons. He's like, I, I ain't paying for no damn lessons. Here's yeah. your guitar. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. And my friend was like, look, put your finger here, put your finger here and you'll play Interest Handman. Put your finger here, put your finger here and you'll play um, and nothing else matters. Or uh, what's the Voodoo Child. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Like, like, put your finger. It, it it didn't have to be the exact chords, but at least it was the melody I, I was yeah, getting at. Cool. And I never got to like play, try to figure shit out on the guitar because I had no idea. Right. It was just put your finger here, slide this way, put your finger there, <laughs> slide this way, and then put your finger here. He and taught then, you exactly what you needed to know. Like, that's all. I mean, it's literally like <laughs> I, I, awesome. I had a cheat code and I had I had a, I had a, a controller. It's like okay, A B up down up down. That's really, all, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's really how I learned. <laughs> I never took it further than that. Wow. And I don't know what happened to that guitar either. Huh. I have no idea. 
but this is about a but I, i'd rather listen and enjoy the music than actually play it my mom always wanted somebody to play an instrument in the family and my, yeah. my youngest brother was the last one like okay these motherfuckers didn't want to you're <laughs> you gonna pick up to. something you got to play some to. shit yeah like no flutes nothing that but he's like say hey, a saxophone but because i mean um you really impressed me that night with that spotify playlist oh thank you you're fucking and for it for a 22 that's impressive shit because i don't i don't believe like i hate to sound like that old uncle yeah back in my day i know music right, you right. hear that that shit all the time right but uh when you have such a variety of music and sounds especially if it's in different languages and from different countries you're like oh yeah you have you develop and that's what i'm trying to do with my son it's yeah. like you want to listen at all like it's all important it's yes. all important Fuck the baby and little baby and whoever the other baby is. Lots of babies. Yes, fuck them. I'm tired of, tired of these babies. But like, when, because when, when you hear, and sorry, I'm just ranting now, feel free to jump in. <laughs> it's your goddamn show. No, you know? you're the guest. You're the guest. <laughs> so again, this is not an interview. We're just talking. Um, I was going to say, like, I don't trust Spotify Yeah. to figure shit out for me based on, because Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I most of the the reason I got Spotify is because there's all these kid songs on it too. So I started playing that, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it. I'm just gonna like my son has his playlist has like 70 songs on it. But every time he says, "Okay, this is whatever radio," or really shitty with it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I already know all this. Yeah, the, the algorithm sucks. So how did you discover your shit then?" I don't know. I listen to a lot of different. There was this app I used to have, or it was a website, and it was called Taste Buds, and uh-huh. uh, it's like a dating site. I had it as a kid, though. I just use it for music. Like it was a dating site for music. It was music? like a dating dating music site. Like you could message people if you wanted to. It wasn't, but it was for music. But Wait, people would I- use anything for dating, like. It, would you match with people based on your no? Taste you or? just like people had accounts and they had like the artists that they like, and they would just post songs all day. So oh, okay. it was really cool. And um, I learned a lot of music from that. My dad raised me on Steely Dan and the OJs and the Bee Gees and like Nirvana, Soundgarden. And then I started getting like, I had Pandora growing up and I started listening to other music. And then we didn't have none of that shit. Yeah. And then, then I started doing <laughs> yeah. drugs and then I started listening to like Brazilian psychedelic music or why not? But 70s. But, I don't know how uh, I got into everything, but. Because, see, back in my day, <laughs> you'd go to the store and no I, way. I, yes, remember the store? <laughs> yeah, the no. record store, Virgin Mega Store, and the other things. Yeah, you go there and then you look on the back of the CD, not even record, if yeah. you have a record, but you look at the credits and you're like, okay, I like this album, right? And it has a song featuring this guy. Okay, I like this album, I like the guy on the album. Who's the fuck is this? so now you go look for that guy yeah and then you go oh this guy has five albums out okay i'm gonna listen to how i did it digitally yeah that's how i do it digitally wow okay that that okay that makes sense that makes i I don't know how you so i guess i like if i like a certain song i'll start a radio station like on apple music Mm -hmm. and if i hear one good song i'll go to that artist and then i just start researching like other artists like maybe i'll go online and start seeing yeah. other artists as well because yeah i can't just rely on the streaming services to give me what i want like, no i rely on djs yeah, this guy 
this is the cool shit I was gonna uh, put out for right, people. Go ahead. Okay, found this album today. <clears throat> uh, it's called uh, Black Music Month 2021. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the fucking album wait that's an album or that's a mixtape it's a dj mix it's a whole thing okay hold on let's let's name some of the songs and see if i recognize it this is like it's like a mix so it's like he's got james brown and das effects okay das effects mike checker okay in vogue hold on star jenny jackson that's the way love goes biggie smalls another das effects blind man can see it james brown Okay, I mean, fucking drummer. Oh, it's this, fucking fire. I'll play some for you after. I know all these tracks. Yeah, no, but like the songs are DJ mixes. So it's like samples from both, from like James Brown and then with some Biggie like mixed into the same fucking song. Oh, it's the mashup type yeah. shit. Oh, see, okay. I have, yeah, I, I, it's I have real a real good. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Wait, what's your problem? Yeah. Okay, so not all mashups, not every song deserves a mashup. I remember there was a time and I think it was around the mid 2000s where every dj in the club would play mashup and i'm yeah. like i'm sorry but you don't need to take i mean it, it was like great songs like I, I understand a remix where somebody took the time to remix the, the track or let's say you take a i don't think any michael jackson song should be remixed but i've heard some good ones right but if you all you're doing is saying oh i'm gonna put this instrumental and then mash up with this song that has nothing to do with it nothing and it sounds like shit. And I'm like, and everybody was doing it. Every yeah. DJ was yeah. doing it to where you're like, who actually did? Who actually did the mashup? And some right. DJs had the balls to do mashups live. I'm like, bad idea, dude. You have no idea. All you're doing is matching BPMs. You don't even know if yeah. those songs belong together. Yeah. And now here we are, guinea pigs on the dance floor, going, "What the fuck am I dancing to?" Correct. So if that's what that is, I'll give you a chance. I'll, I'll listen. Uh, or I'll let you give it a chance and then I want your honest feedback, which I don't even have to ask for because you're one of the most honest people I've met. Okay, I'll tell you. I will tell you. Music wise, I I'm I know I'm a snob. I know No, but it's important to be. Okay. All right. I'll appreciate it. I, I will give you my honest opinion. We'll right yeah. after this this episode yeah. I listen, put on put on the mix. But it, it's like I looked at DJs because I, first, my older brother was a DJ yeah. growing up, and he got me into uh, dancehall, Zouk, uh, which is like from the West Indies, okay. uh, Martinique, Guadeloupe, all that stuff. I mean, it was in France, so you couldn't escape it, but he knew his shit. African music, New nice. Jack Swing, a lot of R&B, old school R&B, so he would make mixtapes, yeah. and he would like, hey, back, check this song out. He had like the 45s. He's like, oh, this is Bananarama. I'm like, what the fuck is Bananarama? <laughs> cool summer. Oh, shit. Yeah, he had the, he had the yeah. record, and so um, I've always believed that. And I've had tons of DJs on the show, pretty much all the DJs in Austin I've had on, and they always walk this fine line of, um, do I try to please the crowd all the time, or can I introduce them to some shit? Yeah, can I show them what they should? Hear? And I always, I always thought that a DJ's job was more to help people discover music than to just play back that ass up and big pimping back to back because it gets old yeah but people when people walk up and they're like i want to hear that if someone did that to me with my jokes i would kick them in the goddamn neck like (laughs) this is this is what i love though because i when i hang out with djs i'm 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 the black guy in the booth yeah and they think that either i'm a i'm the dj or I'm like the 
uh, what's it called? I'm the barrier to entry. <laughs> like she have to go through me to make a request. <laughs> so they just talk. To they, you. they come to me and they go, uh, hey man, uh, it's my friend's birthday. Uh, can, can you can you play can can you play? I'm trying to think some of like Ice Ice Baby or Fifty Cent in the club. And I'm like, or they they go, can I can I have a request? I'm like, what's your request? And then they give me the request, and I'm like, no. No, no, I entertain it. That's this is what I do. I don't even. I don't say no. I want to. I want to know first of all, what's your request? And this is some stupid. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you want to try and ask him? He's gonna give you a weird look. With that, I mean, he's in the middle of a eighty set right now, and you're asking for oh, you're the baby. Great. You're great. Did you really think it's gonna work? Like, yeah. think about this. Yeah, you think about the flow for real quick. Yeah, th- like, think a little bit about what he has to do. You want to interrupt everyone else's night because of your friend's fucking birthday, or do you want to wait or go somewhere else? Yes, um, I have the best, the best uh, song request gone wrong ever st- story ever. Tell me. DJ Mel, you know who DJ Mel is? No. DJ Mel's from Austin, Texas. Okay. He is. Um, he was Obama's DJ. Oh shit! Yeah, he's been on a podcast. Like he has the most appearances on this podcast, wow. like five or six. And every time wow. we talk, it's like for three hours. This man doesn't talk much, but when he talks, he talks. But really, really good friend. Uh, check him out. The living room dance party every Saturday afternoon, live on Twitch. He was playing like every Saturday during the pandemic. That's awesome. Um, really, really good dude. Um, and he had this residency at a club downtown. It was kind of an upscale lounge type deal. But the thing about Mel is that he's been here for so long that you can't tell him what to play. Yeah. Like he knows the shit. It's like it's like going to LeBron James and tell him how to shoot. It's like, no, this is what he let does. Like do let him do his thing. thing. Yeah. He knows how to read the crowd. He's entertained and played and open. He, he did Lollapalooza. He did I yeah. mean this is the kind of caliber this we're talking about. Yeah. So we're chilling in there and uh and this girl walks up. It's of course it's a fucking bachelorette party. Yep. It's always a bachelorette party. And so and Mel is like five one. So He's he's barely above his turntables, and the girl walks up to the DJ booth. And it's never the bachelorette; it's always the friend, the, oh, ug- yeah. the ugly oh, yeah. one too, the ugly one. So <laughs> the fucking ugly one. Like everybody's having a good time, but she's not. So she's gonna make it about her or about the bachelorette on her behalf. Yeah. So she walks up and she goes, "Um, can you play something we can dance to?" And I look at Mel. I look at his face, and, and he's pissed off. Yeah. No shit. And and he had the best move ever. You know that that he dropped Master of Puppets, Metallica. He was like he was on some R and B kick, <laughs> and and he just he goes like this. He goes, Master, Master, yeah, just drops drops the record and just steps back from his from his turntables and crosses arms, and just watches them. And they left. Yes. The, the whole them, the whole staff was jamming. Fuck first yeah. of all, because and then and I came up to him like, look, man, this is the best response to yes. to a horrible song yes. request I've ever seen. Yes. And you handled like a champ. And Master Puppets is a pretty dope. It's a pretty fucking great song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, and and they ended up coming back without her. Nice. <laughs> and just, Leave the ugly bitch home. It's always the one that's like the we gotta go bitch or the oh, I, uh, I want to dance. Can you put something we can dance to? Or they request us. Or they request a song and say we're about to leave. Oh. 
and then they end up leaving anyway before this or they play the song and they leave yeah so i mean that's why i'm not a dj i i I can't i would people would hate my guts because i would only play shit i like i'm like i can't no i'm not playing back that ass topic ever again i'm not playing this is how we do it there are songs that i I think should retire i heard just a friend today and i had to turn it off and i love that song you got sad because no i was just like tired of hearing it like i hear that song all the fucking time like but think of it this way it's just like your dj you're bombing like a comic so you go back to your to the classic jokes Uh the ones that you will go back to the dick jokes we'll do it exactly so you play just a friend you play back that ass up oh baby yeah you you play uh hoop maybe on whoop there it is like you play uh what's another one that they all play hip-hop array yeah hip-hop array never goes never goes wrong or move bitch get out the way i need to hear some more shook ones i want to hear that more often i want to hear some more mob deep in the clubs really yeah I'm I'm a huge Mob Deep fan. That never happens. It never happens. No, they'll play more Immortal Technique. I know what club you're going to, <laughs> dude. I want to hear these things. I'm saying I want to find a club that plays that shit. Uh, unless you go to a show and there's a DJ opening and he yeah, plays are. that kind of shit. It's, nobody's dancing to. I am Triumph, dude. That's me in the shower every goddamn day. Really. You go, Abomatomically, Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses, gonna find out I be dropping these migrants. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and then when I'm taking a shit, I'm listening to Dr. Octagon because I am fucking cultured. God damn it. I believe it, actually. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah, you saw my music. I'm saying, just make, help me put this cover music. Your playlist is dope. Or your your, your artist list Thank and you. your song, song is dope. Thank I you hope so you much. share it or something. I'll make it a radio. Oh, yeah. Um, the link for my Apple Music is on my Twitter bio. Cool. Uh, you can follow me at Joan of Auk. That's J-O-A-N of A-W-K. All right. Yeah. Hargidonga. Hargidonga, brother. Uh, wait, what, what else can uh, people f- find you? Uh, you can find me at Audrey Scott on Facebook or uh, underscore Illuminadri on Instagram. Um you could find me on Pornhub, but I wouldn't recommend it. So see that that you don't have only no, you don't have only fans. No, God, no. No, of course not. Uh, <laughs> but they they got they getting rid of porn. I'm so happy that people will have to find something else to do with their bodies. So, but but somebody's gonna come in with like, look, this huge opportunity to do an OnlyFans just for out. porn. No, not even that. Create another platform that's just like same model as OnlyFans. Don't call it OnlyFans. Just and make it like porn only. Porn fans only porn. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. and it was a horrible decision on on OnlyFans part. I don't know if it'll follow through. I think they're doing it to scare people. No, they, they, I think they're going to do it. We'll we'll find out in October, I guess. Yeah, but regardless, between now and October, another company is going to come in and be like, we're the OnlyFans for porn. Right. And then they're going to make all the money because who goes there to look for cooking well, lessons? I think that might happen. And then OnlyFans will be like, never mind. And then just keep all their shit there. I'm saying porn is always ahead. And technology wise, always ahead. VH, the internet, VHS, uh, uh, VR, AR, technology wise, porn is always ahead. So someone's going to come up with that. So get on yeah. that, whoever you are. Get on that because people Please. need people need their porn. They have to pay for it. People need their pay for porn. Yeah, it's so stupid. So dumb. Yeah. Well, you know, this is where we're living. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What's my dope shit? Oh, here's my dope shit. 
I was watching this anime. If you know anything about me, I love me some anime. Uh, it's called The Way of the House Husband. It's fucking hilarious. It is so good. It's on Netflix. The manga keeps going, but Netflix has maybe 12 episodes. It's about this guy who was a Yakuza um, gangster. Oh, shit. Right? And now he's just a house husband. But he kept all of his Yakuza, like, uh, traits. Yeah. So something as simple as, like, cleaning the house or doing the dishes or going to a grocery store, he makes it so dramatic. Like, oh, the boss is going to be angry with me. I should cut, cut off my hand. Like, it's, it's, and the boss is his wife. It's so, so funny. funny. The animation is, is, is hilarious. The characters are great. Uh, the episode actually, actually really short, but I think the concept is dope. I've been looking for another anime to watch and I stumped, I've, I've heard about it a lot and I was like, yeah, that sounds boring, but I watched it. The, the voice acting is the guy from Tower of God. If you watch Tower of God too. Um, but yeah, freaking dope. The way of the house husband. So fucking good. Go check it out on Netflix. All right. So, uh, what else? Yeah. Follow the feedback everywhere on social media. Check out the archives, share with your friends. Uh, I got Lucas McQuarrie coming up next and the list goes on and on and on. I'm trying to get to everybody and keep him busy with it. So thank you for tuning in, Audrey. Appreciate you. I'll, I know I'll see you around. Fuck it. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to fist bump, high five. It didn't work. I don't know. COVID, what are you going to do? Yeah. Hergedonga. Hergedonga to you. Hergedonga to you. And we'll catch you next time. Ciao, ciao.